Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We continue today in Matthew chapter 18, moving on to verses 10 through 14. These verses contain the parable of the lost sheep. Jesus continues the theme from the opening verses of this chapter regarding God's love and care for the little ones. He will care for them until they reach the age of accountability. But it is the parents that are responsible for leading them to Christ. Jesus tells us that their angels in heaven always see the face of his Father in heaven. But these guardian angels are not exclusively for children, but for God's people in general. Psalm 91.11 reads, For he will command his angels concerning you, to guard you in all of your ways. This entire psalm is a glowing testimony to the security of those who trust in God. Now, here is what Matthew writes in chapter 18, verses 10 through 14. Beware that you don't look down upon a single one of these little children, for I tell you that in heaven their angels have constant access to my Father, and I, the Messiah, came to save the lost. If a man has a hundred sheep, and one of them wanders away and is lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the ninety-nine others and go out into the hills to search for the one that is lost? And if he finds it, he will rejoice over it more than over the ninety-nine others safe at home. Just so it is not my Father's will, that even one of these little ones should perish.
This parable is different from the parable of the lost sheep in Luke 15. Luke places the emphasis upon finding the lost, and here in Matthew, the emphasis is upon saving the lost. Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. Do angelic beings really exist? If so, do angels operate in our dimension? If so, has God assigned an angel to each person? How many angels did God create? I know a professor who suggested that God created at least as many angels as there are, were, or ever will be people. His assumption was that God had one angel per each person. However, neither the Bible nor first-century Jewish tradition teaches that God has assigned one angel to each person. I come today to the words of Jesus recorded in Matthew 18, 10-14. Jesus has just used a little child as an object lesson as he spoke to his disciples. With the little boy still before them, Jesus said, See that you do not look down on one of these little ones. For I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. Matthew 18.10 On the basis of these words, some have concluded that each of the little ones has a guardian angel. That would then lend credence to the idea that God has an angel for each person to minister to that person. However, the angels are in heaven. If they are guarding the little ones, we'd expect them to be on earth. Perhaps Jesus meant that the angels who are ministering to these little ones have immediate access to God the Father. That angels minister to people is clear from the scriptures. The writer of the book called Hebrews wrote, Are not all angels ministering spirits to serve those who will inherit salvation? Hebrews 1.14 this does not, however, suggest that the ratio is one angel to one person. In support of this ratio, some point to Acts 12. When Peter was released from prison in answer to the prayers of believers, recorded by Luke in Acts 12, Peter went to the house of Mary where the people were praying and knocked on the door. When Rhoda, the maid, didn't let him in, but reported to the others that Peter was at the door, they said it must be his angel. It wasn't an angel, of course. It would have been strange if it had been, since he spoke in Peter's voice. But evidently there is an angel assigned to each nation. On one occasion, Daniel prayed and nothing happened. Three weeks later, a heavenly messenger appeared to Daniel and said, Do not be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come in response to them. But the prince or angel of the kingdom of Persia resisted me for 21 days. Then the messenger continues, Then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. That's Daniel 10, 12 to 13. This is a very fascinating section. Evidently, God has dispatched an angel to minister to Daniel in response to his prayer for Israel. But the angel was detained by an enemy angel who had charge of the kingdom of Persia. 
Apparently, Satan had dispatched his emissary in charge of Persia, who tried to defeat God's angel. And God's angel had help from the chief prince or angel, Michael. They were at least temporarily victorious. Then the angel said to Daniel, Soon I will return to fight against the prince of Persia. And when I go, the prince of Greece will come. Interesting. Evidently, both God and Satan have an angel or demon assigned to each nation. Here it was Persia and Greece. Zechariah also implies that there is an angel for each nation. One wonders what goes on in the other dimension. Perhaps there are cosmic battles between non-material beings over the nations and no doubt over individuals too. But back to Matthew 18.10, what is clear, if Jesus is speaking about little children, is that they are not to be looked down upon. Jesus has just said that those who caused the little ones to stumble or who kept them from the Lord, it would be better for them to have a weight tied to them and then thrown into the sea. The judgment for leading little ones astray would be especially severe in hell. I focused on that yesterday. Now Jesus emphasized, do not despise one of these little ones. Why not? Obviously, the prospect of hell was one reason. Another is the concern of our Heavenly Father for each one of them. Jesus illustrated, he said, If a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the ninety and nine on the hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? And if he finds it, I tell you the truth, he is happier about that one sheep than about the ninety-nine that did not wander off. If God is that interested, and if God attaches that much importance to one of these little ones, then surely we ought to exercise all care not to cause any of them to stumble. But Jesus surfaced another reason for not causing a little one to stumble. He said, I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. Little ones have angels who have access to the Father's presence and report to him what is going on in the lives of the little ones. I mentioned Jesus' final words to these disciples on this subject here in verse 14. Jesus said, Your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should be lost. It is the Lord's will that everyone, without exception, be saved. Or 
Snow is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.